I'm Kate Daniels. Cancer Pathways does such incredible work in our community, so much of it focused on support of those who walk the actual path of the disease, but also the family members and friends. We'll find out how we are all connected. We are all family. So let's meet Anna Gottlieb first. Anna is the Executive Director at Cancer Pathways and is here to give an overview of the coming year. And then Liz Lang, Program Manager who oversees the Special Youth Writing Program that's happening now, will be with us and we'll talk about getting on board with that. Anna Gottlieb, good morning. It is so wonderful to have you back with us once again and talking about the amazing work that goes on right here in our community with Cancer Pathways. Thank you for having us. You are so welcome. And you have, um, if, if you haven't been busy in the past, it seems this coming year really has uh, acceleration all around it. You know, that is absolutely correct. We've added programs. We've started new programs. We've expanded our existing programs. So it's been a very exciting year and more to come this year. And you do this in response to what you find are, are the needs of the people that you serve and are working with. Is that right? That is right. We usually look for unmet needs and underserved populations, and we try to work in those areas in the cancer field because cancer support is needed everywhere, and we're really trying to find those pockets of where there hasn't been a lot. And that's what's so unique about Cancer Pathways. Now, we should take a moment because while you now have been established as Cancer Pathways here in the greater Seattle area, it still might not sound familiar to some folks. So let's give a recap of that. Okay, Anna? Okay, I'd be happy to. We started about 18 years ago as Gilda's Club, named after Gilda Radner, and about two and a half years ago, we went out on our own, and our name is Cancer Pathways, and we did it because we wanted to keep all the support local, and we wanted to expand some of our programs, and that sometimes is hard to do under the umbrella of another organization. So we said we're going to try this, and we named ourselves Cancer Pathways, and it's been terrific. And it is such a, an amazing organization, as we said, finding those areas where there is such a, a need. And because cancer is that disease, that thing that happens not to just uh, a handful of people, not just to someone out there, it really literally is touching each and every one of us, isn't it? It is, and it's hard to find anybody anymore that doesn't know somebody with cancer, isn't living with cancer, isn't related to somebody. It affects all of us. It doesn't matter who we are. It doesn't matter what socioeconomic we come from. It's everywhere. And that is if a really compelling reason for us to have this awareness because we perhaps uh, ourselves might need it, the resources, or we certainly will know someone. And to know that there is that kind of a safety net, that that kind of a organization that is going to help us to unravel that kind of fog that we might find ourselves in. Where do we look? Cancer Pathways is the one, isn't it? It is for us. And we've worked with hundreds of thousands of people over the year in different capacities. And we really found that 
when diagnosed with cancer, you want to talk to somebody, you want to meet other people, and your family members do, and your workplace does. Everybody is impacted when there's a cancer diagnosis. And so we're going to learn uh, uh, quite a bit more about one of the upcoming events, and that's the teen writing contest. But uh, that has been, just in a nutshell, right, Anna, a a really great program here. It has been very eye-opening for us. We knew that teenagers were impacted by cancer. We knew they didn't want to come into a place to talk about it. They didn't want to be labeled. They were teenagers. They wanted to live their lives. It's such an important time in your life. And we thought, well, we know they have a lot to say. Let's see if they will write an essay. And we started it just very small. It's been about 13 years, and we've now collected over 3,000 essays from teenagers that are just astounding to us. And so, as I mentioned, we'll learn more about this. Liz Lang is going to be with us shortly, and she's heading up this really important and great program. Where kids are concerned, whether they have been diagnosed with cancer or a family member has, potentially a sibling, I think Camp Sparkle is something that is just so wonderful and really has proven to be an amazing support for them, isn't it? It has. We started with one summer camp in Seattle many years ago, and we found that it's so important for the children, for the parents also, because they didn't want their kids to feel isolated or alone. And they come into this camp, and on day one, within 10 minutes, they realize that every other child there has been touched by cancer. And they form this immediate bond. And for many of these kids, they have never told anybody a parent has cancer. They've never talked to anybody because they didn't know how. And this just opens up a flood of people being able to talk about it and deal with the factors that are going on in their lives. So today now we have five summer camps. We've expanded into Tacoma, where we'll have two camps because there's such a need in Tacoma. We have one in Bellevue, one in Everett, and one in Seattle. And, of course, as the name suggests, camp, uh, it happens during the summer months. And how do kids go about uh, registering or getting into that camp? Well, we just opened our registration a few weeks ago, and people call us at our, fo- at our office and talk to a social worker about what is happening. They can register that way. And we we work with the schools and the hospitals and other places where we know there are kids that have this need. And that's a great thing to know that the hospitals, the schools certainly have an awareness, and if they identify a need, they refer. Is that right? Correct. They do. They refer families to us and we, we carry the program on during the year with family support programs, but the camp is so important. It's a week-long camp. It's a day camp, and it is completely free for the families, and that's really a big benefit. That is so incredible. What a, a burden lifted when such a challenging thing is going on in a family and to support a child through this time. Yes, and the parents tell us it just opens up so many dialogues. They're able to then talk to their child. The child can come home and say what they did during the day and how they 
talked about cancer, how they learn more about cancer. And it, it doesn't become such a mystery for the child anymore. And they feel so much better. And these kids form a lifelong bond. And what age are we talking about, Anna? The ages are 5 to 12. And then we have junior counselors. We've been doing this camp for so many years now that a lot of our campers are now junior counselors and counselors, which is wonderful because these kids really bring an understanding with them. They know what the kids are going through, and it's been a wonderful transition. So it's, you know, really a big question mark as to what kinds of relationships can form. But without question, you have witnessed that this does happen. Absolutely. And we have reunions during the year and the kids always want to get together. They just don't feel a stigma anymore that they may have felt during the year. They can talk to other friends about it or their teachers when it really is helpful. And so they know that it's something that other people are going through. Just a, an amazing and priceless gift for a child to be able to to find that kind of a, I'm going to call it that safety net, a place where they can feel safe and really heard and, and find some kind of solace and compassion. Absolutely. That's what we found with all of our families. And it's been a wonderful camp and it continues and it's grown and it's expanded and we could be everywhere. But for now, we're in our five locations and it's been going great. Our registration is already getting full. So this is a good time to say, check that out if you find yourself in a position where a a child you know or is in your family could benefit from this. And you said a key thing, Anna, that this camp is free. So families don't have to think of that as, as a challenge or a burden. We never want the cost to be a barrier. Cancer is not, when you have cancer, need to lessen every barrier to try to get some help. And we don't want to burden any of the families. So to that end, that's where all of us can really come in as the greater family, the wider community that supports this. And there are so many ways that we can do it, but financial donations are really going to support this kind of camp continuing and expanding and growing and supporting families in need. That is correct, and we work with a lot of companies that come in maybe for the day and make lunches for the kids, help with art projects, so we want to involve the whole community. There is a place for everybody to come and use their talents at Camp Sparkle, and we encourage them to come as a group, as a business, as a company. It's really an amazing day. And for that kind of activity, are you still open to companies and and organizations offering their support? We are. We need a lot of people to make 100 grilled cheese sandwiches for lunch. (laughs) For the course of five days. Yes, exactly. And 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 five camps. And exactly, uh, right around the greater Puget Sound area. And so just thinking back to past years, have you typically gotten all the response that you needed? We have. We always can use more people to help, but we find that once people come, they want to do it every year because it's so rewarding and there's so many positives that come on both sides from people interacting with these kids, learning about the program and learning about what it does for the families. So super. 
And to make it even fun, during this summertime, um, a way to do a fundraiser, you have a, a golf classic that goes on. We do. We have a golf tournament on June 28th, and all the money raises for camp and for our family programs. It's at Newcastle. We've been doing this now. This will be our 14th year, started by a Seahawk, Bryce Fisher, who is still the host of this tournament. It's a lot. It's a really fun day, and all the proceeds go for camp and families. Just so super. So that, as with any of these programs, more details are available at your website, correct? Correct. And that website address is? Cancerpathways.org. And so, yes, there's a wealth of information, more details, and you're so centrally located that uh, people can easily find you if they want to maybe uh, pop in at some designated time uh, to just see what goes on and, and see what they can use as a referral for people they know or, or know that they can use it themselves. Absolutely. We encourage people to come visit us. We're on Capitol Hill. And we're open five days a week, and we encourage people to come take a look around, get a tour, and talk to our staff. Such an amazing organization. And right here in our Puget Sound area, uh, in it would be really perfect anywhere because of the need that there is. But with so many um, hospitals here that do research and that a lot of people come here for treatment, uh, it, it just seems like a logical place. And we need both. We need the research, the treatment, and we need the other side, which is the emotional and social side of living with cancer. And that's what can be gotten here. And to do it in such a way, like the kids go to camp, we're going to learn more about the writing contest here in just a moment. And more in terms of the fundraising, we mentioned the Golf Classic coming up. You also have like a big gala that happens in the fall. We do. We are on our 22nd year for our Surviving with Style Cancer Fashion Show we have 25 cancer survivors from ages 1 to 99 that model, and we read their stories, and it's inspirational and emotional and uplifting and a very triumphant event. We used to do it as a luncheon, and a few years ago we switched it to an evening event, a gala, and it's been absolutely wonderful. We meet the most amazing people. We have designers that work with us. We pamper the models. And it's they want to tell their story. They've been through a lot, and it's a great time to be up there and strut their stuff and, and show everybody that cancer, you can live with cancer, and they survive with style. You know, it just is awe-inspiring to hear of these various programs that really take something that uh, is so dire having this illness but progress has been made with the research but the emotional part of it as you mentioned Anna that needs addressing and having these kinds of of events going on and you know is surviving with style we get the sense of how it's uplifting Camp Sparkle again puts that designation of something being transformed that we don't have to think of darkness and seclusion right? Absolutely. People live with cancer, and we want to show that it's possible, life goes on, and we are here to help people.
and it's help with a capital H. I think it's all in caps. Great help. And it's all of their on the website uh, to get the information. Let's mention the website once again, Anna. Cancerpathways.org. And located centrally on Capitol Hill. So many events, so many opportunities for, as we mentioned, for volunteering, the, the support needed for the for Camp Sparkle. So um, certainly the invitation is there with open arms, right? It sure is, and we welcome the whole community. Anna Gottlieb, as usual, it's just so wonderful to connect with you and hear about what is going on and the wonderful work that you are leading here in our community. Thank you for taking time with us this morning. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Liz Lang, it is so great to have you with us because you're going to then expand upon this wonderful high school writing contest that is really in full throttle, I guess, right now, but still ample time for uh, high school kids to get involved and get an essay submitted. Absolutely. Uh, we still have several weeks before the contest closes, and um, which is plenty of time. It's a 500 to... 2,000-word essay. So that's just a few pages. So that's plenty of time for high school students to write about their experience with cancer. And one thing about ample time is sometimes it's under that kind of pressure that we do our best work and that we just, you know, we know we have that deadline that's approaching, we better get it done, and, and that might be the impetus. Absolutely. And we do find that most of our, our entries come in in the last few days. You know, teenagers, just like adults, we like to wait <laughs> wait until the last moment to, to get things in. So, uh, and, you know, students right now are coming up on midwinter break, uh, which is which gives, you know, plenty of time at home to, to think about their experience and really put it down on paper. Precisely. And that's the thing. I feel that with the encounter with something like cancer, there's no doubt lots of emotion that has potentially been pent up inside. And that is just such great fuel to write an essay, to write something compelling, because it's just there waiting to pour out. Absolutely. And we find that, you know, it can be difficult to say those words out loud. You know, there it's a very... Um, tender subject that is difficult to discuss in families. And so having the process of writing it, it is, is, makes it easier to kind of tap into those emotions and those experiences in a safe way. Um, you know, we, we hear from parents all the time that they had no idea that their, their teens were um, feeling the experience so deeply they think everything is fine, and then they read these essays and find out, no, there's, there's a lot that they weren't able to, to put into um, the, the spoken word. So there's a, such a therapeutic value associated with this essay contest. Absolutely, and we hear that from teens, too, that they just want, they want to know that somebody else is reading their story, can learn from their story, um, and can connect with it. And, and it, we've heard from our winners especially that it's been very therapeutic for them. That is such a great value. So while the essay contest being a contest has monetary prizes, perhaps that emotional 
kind of a, a release and uh, connection that they find within themselves it just has an in, invaluable kind of prize associated with it. Absolutely. And that, and that was why we started the contest back in 2006. You know, we found that it was difficult to reach teens to have them come in for programs or support groups. Um, but we thought, mm, I think that there's, they're still feeling this. They're not, they're not immune to the experience which is why we created the contest. And lo and behold, over 3,000 essays later, you know, we believe that that, that has been confirmed, uh, that this is a therapeutic uh, exercise for them. And as far as the content, it probably runs the gamut as to how that young person is touched by cancer. Absolutely. We do receive essays from students who have cancer themselves or, uh, or who have had cancer themselves. But other than that, we get a lot of stories about family members, um, grandparents, aunts and uncles, parents, siblings. We also receive deeply felt essays about you know, people further out from the family, friends, a neighbor, it could be anybody. Uh, it just depends on how that experience has impacted the writer. Exactly. And so what you are looking for with the essays that come in, what kind of information or what kind of impact are you seeking that would uh, designate a winner of the contest? Well, first and foremost, we want emotional honesty. So um, we want to to really feel like when you're reading the essay that this has come from a, an honest place. And they need to be well-written, of course, and it needs to be a compelling story from start to finish. You want to keep reading and see what, see what uh, they're going to tell you. Um, we don't need to know as much about, let's say, their academic performance or their extracurriculars. Sometimes some students will submit their college essays this contest, but we really just want to focus on the cancer experience. You know, the emotions can run the gamut. We have winners that are very angry. We have ones that are very sad. We have ones that are hopeful. It just really, you know, depends on whether they can tap into that emotional uh, experience. So I think that underscores then that whole emotional honesty piece. It doesn't matter what the emotion is. If you can translate it into words on paper, that's going to be the thing that is gripping and compelling. Precisely. And so it doesn't have to be a long essay. Again, the details of that are just what number of words? 500 to 2,000. That's about, you know, less than a page to maybe three full pages. And they probably vary. You get yeah. some that are 500 and others that run the, the full extent, right? Absolutely, absolutely. So details about how to get all that information, where to submit the essay, what should they do? They should go to our website, cancerpathways.org, and they'll find a link right on the homepage that will take them to uh, the entry form. And then they can just put in their contact information, how they heard about the contest, things like that and uh, just copy and paste their essay right there. 
And of course, what's simple now when we use uh, computer programs to do all of our writing, it certainly helps us in terms of uh, doing some of the basic corrections, you know, perhaps the spelling and and uh, checking some of the vocabulary. But um, are you looking for that and at that, Liz? Uh, you know, writing quality is, of course, important, but we don't, let's say, you know, take points away from a Spelling. We're really trying to see, you know, what is the story underneath that. Yes. Yeah. We're getting to that piece of emotion, uh, that honesty about how this really touched us. Absolutely. So great. Just such an important activity. And there's no limit. I mean, on the number of people that can apply. You've had thousands and thousands of essays, right? Yes, we have. And, and we've expanded the, the contest to be open to students throughout the U.S. this year. And we have hundreds and hundreds that we've received so far. So um, we're, we're a little, I shouldn't say um, overwhelmed, but we're very excited to see everything that's coming in uh, from that, all over. That's great. So outside of Washington State, essays yeah. are beginning to filter in. That's correct. We have two deadlines this year. For students within Washington State, they are eligible for a $1,000 prize. And uh, we usually hand out about 10 every year. And the deadline for that contest is March 4th. So that's the one that's just coming up in a few weeks. However, we've opened it up to students throughout the U.S. and They can submit their essay by April 15th, and they would be eligible for a $500 prize. And are there, is there more than one of those? We're looking at about three mm-hmm. this year. Great. Well, because it's just getting started. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So the, what happens is that the winners, and you said there are uh, usually about 10, have um, an honorary acknowledgement uh, that happens, I think, sometime in May, correct? Yes, we have a reception. It's our favorite event of the year where we invite the students and their families, the contest judges, and some of the members of the family foundations that support the contest to our clubhouse, and uh, the winners read their essays and receive their checks, and there is not a dry eye in the house. We have, we have Kleenex on, on, on every chair uh, because it's a very emotional afternoon, um, but very, very uplifting and inspiring, and um, we just love it. And, and it's a very special moment for the families, too, to see their, their uh, students acknowledged in this way. And it's really such an honor and a great experience for them to be able to share their story and be heard, realize that people are there interested to hear about what they have to say. Yes, and also that there are other students who have had this similar experiences. You know, it's very powerful to have, um, to see the connection between some teens who both lost a parent, you know, and they don't know anybody else in their social circle who has lost a parent who's had that experience. And so the connection that they're able to make in that room is really powerful. It is so amazing. I had the wonderful opportunity to attend last year, and I I was overwhelmed by just the 
presence and the ability to share their story that these young students had, uh, they really are inspiring. Absolutely. And, you know, public speaking is a, um, is a fear for a lot of adults. And so to see these students, you know, reading their most painful memories out loud in front of a room of, of strangers is, is very moving. Yes. And, and it just comes to me that how powerful that is, how transforming that to take something that has been felt like it's been crushing and you, you just want to hide from to be able to kind of capture it, share it and be empowered. And who knows what the future then holds for each of them. Absolutely. And we've seen, you know, we keep in touch with our winners and many tell us that this was kind of a turning point for them. You know, they weren't sure if they were going to go to college, and then having this affirmation of winning this contest really kind of opened that possibility to them. So we always want to stress that we want essays from students in all grades, all high school grades from 9 through 12, whether they think they're going to go to college and they're looking for scholarship money, or if they know that they're not, but they have a story to tell. Uh, We want to hear from them. Yes. And so once again, get that emotion down on paper. Just tell it honestly. And then once they have it written, what do they do? They submit it through our website and we will notify them if they've won the contest by the end of April. So there's a little bit of waiting, but uh, now's the time to take that story and really kind of wrestle with it, or maybe it won't take wrestling, but get it together, put it on paper, and share it. Absolutely. And we have all of our past winning essays up on our website. So if students don't quite know what a winning essay looks like, they're welcome to read through and kind of see what we're looking for, and I would also encourage any adults who have teens in their lives to go and read these essays to see what uh, the depth of emotion that's being felt. Yes, there's no question that something will be gained. You know, we'll learn something, we'll get some important insight, but we will certainly all grow from it. Yes, absolutely. So let's mention the website itself, because that's where to submit the essays and to get a wealth of information. Yes. So cancerpathways.org is our website, and you can find information about the contest and all of our other wonderful programs. Indeed. Well, Liz Lang, it's been wonderful to have you join us and give us this great overview and invitation to high school students uh, locally in our state, but across the country, to engage in a really empowering activity. Oh, thank you, Kate.